Welcome to Minority Corner. With an Eke. And James. Learn, laugh, play. It's like Blue's Clues. Only more black, gay, and ladylike. Last week on Minority Corner. Oh man, there was some wine involved. Lots and lots of wine. I think you're still angry. I'm not mad! We made up! Tesla and his pigeon girlfriend. Hot topic. He's okay with me. It was a hot button topic. It was, surprisingly. Uh, You talked about... uh, I talked about comic book characters, people of color creators of comic book characters, and you talked about... I talked about every single word. Black people aren't in movies. Nor are other people of color. No, not at all. (laughs) Uh, And this week's we're in for another doozy of a week. Whoa, episode six. Here we go. There's a meeting in the ladies' room. Be back real soon. Minority Corner. I guess we could try to use that as an opening theme song. Sure, maybe. Climax would be upset. That was a Climax song. What are they doing right now? You actually can't even buy their music on iTunes. What? Yeah, so Climax, if y'all don't know, Climax is this one of Prince's many lady bands. Yes, just like Vanity Six. Vanity Six, Sheila E. Yes. Like, Prince always has, like, some lady that he's like, you're really awesome. <laughs> I think you should make beautiful music. His new band is called Third Eye Girl. Third Eye Girl. And anytime he's in concert, like a lot of times he'll go around and do tours, but it's really just to promote whoever his new lady yes, band is. It's like he'll be playing piano in the background. Yeah. And like, <laughs> but everyone, they'll be billed as like, Prince is coming to concert. And yeah. it's just like, Third Eye Girl. Yeah. You're like, wait, I've been tricked. Yeah. Did you know that Carmen Electra was once one of Prince's ladies? I did know that. Uh. Yeah. They make a reference to it in Scary Movie. Oh, they do? Uh, that's her. She's like, I've got a boyfriend. He's big and he's black and he'll fuck you up and then it's Prince tied up in a chair and he's oh, like no. ah oh, no. ah and she's like well I fucked him a few times but he's not my boyfriend oh my god womp womp, womp. womp. Uh, how was your week it was good I haven't really been doing anything okay summertime neke summertime see, neke now it's true it's that's so the true. summertime neke I was gonna say summer queen neke ooh I like summer queen summer queen neke is here a queen who doesn't put on pants can <laughs> I'm sorry, what? I didn't wear pants yesterday. <laughs> you heard it first. Neke, are you wearing pants now? Maybe. Rip. Oh my no. God. Rip pants. Genius. Can I touch on something that you talked about last week? Oh, okay, yeah. Well, no, nothing serious. Okay, good. Well, Comic Con, which is kind of serious. I mean, it's a big deal. It's like church, but for nerds. Nerd church. Nerd church. They should just start calling it nerd church. I would go. I would still be about nerd church. Oh my god, some of the biggest revelations, the one that I'm one of the most excited about. Tell me. Inca under the radar, and I think you're going to get excited. Hold on to your titties. I'm pumping my arms. <laughs> you pump your arms and also hold your titties? One at a time. Oh. I'm literally doing it right now. She's very creative. I wish we should start doing a video podcast. I know. I got one word for you. Okay. Vixen. Have you heard about this? No, nothing. You're not excited. Why are you No, I'm excited. excited. I want to okay. know. I just feel okay. bad. My nerd oh. cred's going to be taken away. Totally fine. Okay. Vixen is this character from the DC universe. Okay. CW is uh, unleashing a new network called CW Seed. I don't know what that means, but... All right. Here's the great thing about it. Okay. Remember I told you you should be watching the CW superheroes with yes. Arrow and the Flash? Yes. Another reason, Vixen is a black female superhero. What? Lead? It's her show. Yeah. It's called Vixen. 
Okay. It's an animated series. All right. Here's why that, yes. So well, let me, I'll give you all the info. It's an animated series, mm-hmm. um, but it's going to exist in the same universe as The Flash and Green Arrow. Interesting. And those same actors who are The Flash and Green Arrow, they're yeah. going to be doing voice acting work as like guest starring oh, on the show. So it's all awesome. in the same universe. And if you look at it at first, it's like, oh, it's not live action, but a cartoon that is starring a black right. female superhero lead that never ever ever happens it's amazing and she's very bad like she's like she's like a young like she's like in her 20s the character okay she's pretty badass she's got her whole entire thing of her power is yeah. she her family is from Africa but she didn't grow up in Africa oh okay her parents were murdered by an evil Africa cartel oh my god so then she came here to the states <laughs> yeah but she has this magical necklace so Ooh. they're introducing magic into the DC universe cool and it allows her to get the powers of like an elephant well not just <laughs> wait no right <laughs> Wait, hold up. Wait, no, no, no. Okay. Of any animal. Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Power eye of an elephant. I am an elephant! She could be as she wants, but like the strength of an elephant. Got it. Or she can get the power of a cheetah. Oh, so like if she can be like, I need to hear right now, she'll get like bats sonar <laughs> just, just yeah yeah I don't and know. the great thing is she doesn't transform into these things so she can still you know be sexy be sexy good and if you watch the cartoon someone made this point they're like that's the superhero Holly Berry should have played yeah instead of Catwoman or Storm yeah it's just terrible Holly Berry can play a person from Africa who hasn't been there in a long time because sure. she can't do an accent she can't do an accent my favorite line of X-Men oh, is no. when her accent was like interchanging. Yeah. I'm still convinced to this day that someone cat someone who hated her was like, Hey Holly Berry, here's this part. <laughs> because it was like she was like fighting Toad and she was like, Do you know what happens to a toad that gets struck by lightning? And then she breaks out a character, and she goes, The same thing that happens to everything else. Boom. What? So like the accent was just like just interchanging, just all over the place. Do you know what happens to the toad that gets struck up by lightning? Same thing that happens to everything else. Cue sassy. It just was all over the place. That's ridiculous. So that was that was my nerd update. I love that nerd update. I'm actually very excited for the crossover that the actors from the live action yeah. are going to be doing the voiceover for the cartoon. Do you know who's going to be playing Vixen? I don't know her name. She's a black woman. Okay. Uh, I, she's in something. Oh, no. She was... I don't know if you saw this. This is going to... We just call this nerd cast. Okay. <laughs> Sorry if you're not into it, but get on board. But there's this girl from the 4400. She, you've seen her face before. Uh, she's kind of like an obscure... So she's an actress. She's an actress. So she could play her hypothetically... She, in the live action. And I think that's what they did. They didn't just get like, you know. Just like voice actress lady? She, she, who. She, she. You know. She, she, the they, voice actress they, lady? Yeah, they didn't just get Cree Summer. Who is the Who's voice Who's every of, black lady ever in any cartoon. And the voice of Elmira. Oh, I didn't know that. Actually, Cree Summer is almost the voice of like any and everything that. That's she so was true. Also on the Rugrats, she was. Yeah, uh, she was one of the Susie. twins. Or, or Susie. One of- okay, sorry. Yeah, she was the black one. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> surprise, surprise. <laughs> I'm so glad that you brought up Chris Summer because I was going to bring her up that she's every single voice actress lady out there in the world. Who's also an actress. Yeah. And doesn't age. Black Don't Cry. She's beautiful. She was in A Different World. Yes. What was her name? Like Scoozy or something something weird like that? Summer. Shanti. Or like something like her parents were hippies. Yeah. She was like, I got crazy curly hair and I'm a hippie. And my real name's crazy too. It is. (laughs) Um... Other thing of interest. Yes. Uh, we're just going to say these are quick notes. This is quick note corner. Yeah, I like that. Spark notes. Spark notes corner in the news, if you didn't see. Chris Brown got robbed. <laughs> Yay. Didn't his aunt get locked in a closet? 
I think that's a part of it. Like, she got locked in a closet. Oh, because I didn't, I just saw the headline. I just saw that he wasn't there, and I was like, oh, yeah. good, no one, there was like, uh, gar- they were armed. Oh, her, that's sad I now. know, but you know <laughs> okay. what is funny? What? Because a couple months prior, a stalker came to his house and hung out in his house for two weeks naked. Just Ew. hung out. Wait, was Chris Brown there? No. Oh, because <laughs> <No>. like... <laughs> She's all sneaking. Oh, oh you know room. what's so funny? I what? thought it was like a dude. Uh, I well, just imagine some naked dude just hanging out in Chris <laughs> in Chris Brown's. His Chris. legs all up. He's just comfortable. And like Chris Rock, not Chris Rock. But Chris Brown keeps going like, I think someone's here. Oh, no, well, well, whatever. He's just gonna go make his silly music. And in the background, he's like making coffee and like <laughs> cooking naked all naked, guy. just walking by. Wait, like she just like I don't. How did she get in? Open the door. He didn't lock the door. I don't think. Dummy. I know. Not, I bet those rob those robbers. They must probably have got found, the idea. They were like, oh, you know what. And they, at least they didn't hurt his aunt. They were like, just get in here. Yeah, I think so. And she was like, okay. Did they steal anything from him? Yeah. Oh. Lots of stuff. I'm not sad about it, honestly. Oh, no. I, okay. I'm, I'm all about it. Um, one last thing yes. that I do want to touch on. Please. I got no updates. Okay. You're hooking it up right now. Serving it up. Yes. Um, there was another police murder. Oh. This was in Mississippi. Uh, this was uh, Jonathan Sanders okay. uh, was murdered by a police cop, and apparently, like there's you know there's like a blog that's like things you can't do while black, and it's yes. like grocery shop or uh, wear a hoodie. Wear a hoodie. Well, apparently, you can't have a horse and buggy and be black. What? Yeah, he had a horse and buggy, and it's in this very small town of like. <laughs> what was he doing? <laughs> he was riding his horse and buggy. All right. Around town. It's like a very small town. Stonewall, Mississippi. Oh my god. Which that like, I mean, can you imagine living in a town that's named after the Confederate leader? I know, Stonewall Jackson. Yes. Fuck that. So, uh, it's a very small town, and I guess he, there was a fight that, he was at the gas station, which I don't know why. What was he fueling up? (laughs) Maybe he was buying a Snickers. Maybe. And he pulled up with his horse and buggy. And he was known for his horse and buggy. Oh, that's cute. And, uh, anyways, long story long, there was a fight between this other white guy and this other white guy. Mm -hmm. And, uh, Jonathan Sanders knew one of the white guys and tried to break it up. Yeah. Apparently one of the white guys is a cop. Okay. And then he was like... That he's quoted saying, I'm going to kill that nigger. Ugh. And so he drove up behind the horse and buggy, turned on the lights, freaked the horse the fuck out. Yeah. And so then, like, he went chasing after his horse and buggy. Right. He didn't know really what was going on. Oh, but, so he but, wasn't on the horse and buggy. I don't know. Somehow he ended up chasing so He was after. chasing his horse. He's like, fuck, my horse is gone. Yeah. And then the cop caught up with him and, like, put him in this, like, chokehold. And, like, the guy was, like, again saying, I can't breathe. And neighbors and, and people, his three three relatives who didn't know yeah. it was him, yeah. witnessed the whole entire thing. Oh, my God. So they saw their, like, relative, like, get This is horrific. Killed. Yeah. So I just wanted to bring attention to, no, like, good. these things are continuously happening. And we need to pay attention to it. Gotta pay attention to it. So... God. That happened. Mm. On Damn a, it. Yeah. I don't even, yeah. I don't know what to say. It's sad. He gets sort of like, it's not like it's like numb to it, but I, like I said, you just want to keep the awareness about it. Yeah. You always got to say it and you've got to say the victim's names. Yes. Because they are people they're, and they deserve the respect. And there was like a protest of like in, I think in that small town of like 400, 500 people and considering the town is like 1500 people. And this town named Stonewall. Yeah. Pretty fucking good turnout. That's good. Yeah. Well, maybe, well, did they convict the police guy? He's on paid leave. Why are are they paying him? That's just a break. They're giving him a vacation. He's on a vacation. 
I want paid leave. I'm trying to think of like what I could possibly do to get paid leave, and I can't because I'm gay and I'm black, and I would just go to jail. Yeah, we would be fired. There's not a single thing that I could do. I literally am scratching my head. The like, only way that I, you get paid leave for me is I have summer break. That's my paid leave. That's not. Sad. And that's yeah. not punishment. That's a perk. Yeah. How is that punishment? It's not. He just gets to hang out at home. Watching Oprah or something. He's probably not watching Oprah. Oh, oh, there was. <laughs> Random note, yeah. my friend who I went to uh, high school with, uh, yeah. he was on Grindr, and uh, I won't say his name. Well, not that it matters. <laughs> Don't bust him out. <laughs> well, who cares? It's true. Uh, no shame. But no I guess shame. Like, there was this guy that he was grindering with. Is that a verb? Talking to. Talking to via grinder. <laughs> grindering. I can't keep up with the kids. I, I don't know the lingo. So he's on Grindr, and the guy had this, like, you know, weird ass profile of like you know uh whites only ew and my friend is my friend's white but it was like whites only masculines only Ugh. guys who like sports like just obnoxiously like being total yeah. yeah and then my friend was like something i forgot how this started but he was no. just like not interested or something yeah and then the guy completely goes off on this rant of just like you Obama lover, and what? that it's people like you that the reason why the unemployment rate is at fifty two percent. What? And then he was like, because of you and Obama, all people are gonna do is not work and sit at home and watch Oprah. What? He just went on this like crazy tirade. First of all, Oprah's not even on TV anymore. Well, that's what I said. I know. That was my first thing. First of all, Oprah's not even on TV. Second of Thank all, you. if all these people supposedly don't have jobs, right. they can't afford own network to even watch Oprah. Amen to that. Sitting in the trees. Right? Talk. In case you missed one of our other episodes, Oprah has a new show on yeah. Sundays <laughs> where it's like, con- what is like Sunday talk Is it Oprah. Super Soul Sundays? Super Soul Sundays, yes. <laughs> and she tries to get people in like a relaxing setting, mm, a very, yes. you know, comfortable setting. Some tea and... So like set up a living room in a forest. It's so like, beautiful. It's natural. Like, I know. Oh, you know. <laughs> just let's just go to my my forest living room. <laughs> have some tea and lemonade set up. Oh, also unemployment rate five point two percent. This guy, which is how obviously, low, by the way, go Obama. I, thank you, Obama. People aren't giving him enough credit, and this guy clearly <laughs> he needs troll. to get with the program, as Oprah would say. Get with the program because I'm having an aha moment. Yes, like fucking trolls beyond grinder. I know that troll needs to get off grinder. Yeah, so everybody who's out there using the tinders, using the grindies and the scruffies. Okay, cupids. The okay, cupidies. Coffee versus bagel, that's another one. That sounds boring. You don't like coffee versus bagel or yeah, co- coffee meets bagel? When do I get laid? When your coffee meets the bagel. It, oh. Well, I would understand if it was like a hot dog meets the bagel. Wow. <laughs> Should we go to the corners? Oh, I was already pressing stop. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm already there, girl. See you at the corner. Bye. Bye. Welcome back to the corner. Hi. Hey, girl. So, I have a song to get us into our next corner. Okay, I'm ready. Let's talk about sex, mm. baby. Mm. Let's mm. talk about racism, too. Uh-oh. And posophobia. Oh. Going to prison. Whoa. Fuck. This is intense. Yeah, that song took a turn. Okay. <laughs> that right. escalated quickly. Hold on to your butts. But held. Okay. So, uh, Michael Johnson. Yes. Not to be confused with 
Jackson. Magic Johnson. Magic Jackson. Or Johnson. Michael Jordan. Okay. This own person who's their own person. Yes. So I'm going to give you a little bit of a story of uh, some current events of what's going on with this guy named Michael Johnson. He is a college wrestler. Okay. Um, he is 23. Okay. And back in 2013, he was arrested mm-hmm. uh, because it was believed, I'm doing air quotes, well, it did actually happen. He was charged with uh, recklessly infecting other people with HIV. This guy! Right. There's so much to this story. Oh my God. So, uh, but Michael jo- Johnson also to let you know, like he's black also. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yes. So he was, so he just recently had his trial. Um, and so this is back in 2013. He was arrested and he was put into prison. He's been in jail ever since. Okay. He was awaiting his trial for like 18 months. They had his, yeah, right? It's a See, long time. Can you imagine like you're not even like convicted yet, but you still have to like wait. For a year for, and change. I mean, this is why our, the system is just so incredibly uh, fucked up. Yeah. Uh, he was found guilty uh, okay. and he has been sentenced to 30 and a half years in prison. So did he know that he was infecting people? So I'm going to tell you all of okay, these little I'm ready. details. Tell so me. here's the thing. And this is a, kind of even goes with just like how media for, keep in mind, he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's a black gay man, okay, right? Yeah. Um, and how there's probably going to be some bias along the way. Totally. In, in this whole entire process. Um, and this is at a college in, I believe it's in Missouri. Mm. In, in Indian, Indianapolis is in Missouri, right? Yeah. Oh gosh. Uh, just tweet at us. Tweet us. Tell wrong. us the right answer, please. So, um, <laughs> so the thing about this whole entire situation is, is right. that one probably the problem with uh convicting and a lot of uh people who work with HIV and AIDS and a lot of activists and people doing a lot of work in that field. Yeah. A lot of the problem with criminalizing uh things like HIV and AIDS is that it makes people who, for one, not want to go get tested. Yes. It also will make people not want to disclose, like, information. It creates a lot of fear and phobia around the whole entire thing. Um, Because uh, there was this one guy who said, uh, Mike Mayo Schreiber, who is the deputy director of the Center for HIV Law and Policy, um, and he's a longtime uh, criminal defense attorney, Mm -hmm. Um, he was pretty much saying that the criminals, he said, uh, because this law is based on a law that was uh, put in effect in 1988. Ooh, not mm, things. Have, things are different. Things have changed. Right, exactly, and that's what he was saying is that uh, you know today with proper treatment, HIV is a chronic, manageable disease, and those with HIV can expect to live a full, healthy life. Right. Yet, violation of the Missouri law is a class A felony with a sentencing ranging from from ten to thirty years or life imprisonment. Other class A felonies include hmm. murder or child abandonment, resulting in death. Uh, punishing Michael Johnson as if he is a murderer because state officials have failed to address a severely outdated, irrational criminal law is not fundamentally unfair. It is barbaric. Wow. I have a question for you. Yeah, I have answers. Okay, good. I hope I do. Well, you probably got some answers. I did some research. Um, so, I feel like there's a, a line for me. Yes. If you know you are positive and mm-hmm. you're not doing anything about it, yes. and then you just have sex... I think that's reckless. Absolutely. Um, and I, I think that's why this whole entire situation is a little bit more complicated. There's yeah. actually a timeline of this that oh. like um like he had sex with the first the person that first person that came like and was like he did this. Mm-hmm. Uh first of all, all the people that came 
and said he did this. They were all white. Okay. Right? Um, but the timeline is, is that the person began to get sick in, I think it was January, yes, January of 2013. Okay. Um, they did not go to the cops until May 2015. Why so long? And then the cops didn't arrest him in class until uh, October 2013. So there's sort of like this weird sort of long drawn out process. And that's a weird timeline. What he was saying, what he said, he eventually did know. I mean, there's like a certain window, like he, he said many things. He he has said many things. Um, First of all, I do also want to remind that like, you're talking about a sexual act between two consenting adults. Right. And, you know, a lot of the conversations is all about he didn't put a condom on. He didn't put a condom on. There right. are two people involved in this situation. Exactly. And that, I mean, I, it's risky to have unprotected sex with anybody. But especially, like, someone that you just met off of. They were meeting on Grindr. Mm-hmm. Someone that you met off of Grindr and you're going to just, you know, trust them. Yeah, dude, at, wrap it up. Wrap it up. Absolutely. And, like, if you're with somebody and you're not the one wrapping it up, ask the other person to wrap it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I am not fucking anybody without nothing. No. Put oh your God. condom on, Put man. It on. Or just, just give a little blow. Just give a little. Yeah, a little licka, bit of. Licka, licka, licka. <laughs> you might get some gonorrhea, but hey, a little shot in the butt ain't never hurt nobody. So it's true. Wrap it up, wrap everyone. It up. That's the hugest like message too about this too. And again, there was like you know, it's two consenting adults. This is very true. So Stephen Thrasher from uh. Uh, BuzzFeed did okay. this huge long article about this I whole entire thing. I think I saw it. It's really intense. Yeah. Um, and I think he, it points to this whole entire larger conversation. There's a lot of things that are happening involved in this. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's not so quick. It's so interesting that like, you know, this one moment in time happening now is the effects and causes of so many intersectionalities and biases and histories. It's so rich of information. Yeah. So I'm going to do like a, well, I'll eventually take you on my own mini history corner. It mm. won't be as well as yours. Okay. I'd probably be better. My DeLorean's not my... as fancy as yours. We got so, matching DeLoreans. That's, that's okay. true. They're cute. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stephen Thrasher said this quote, he said, indeed the community around Johnson, his sexual partners and many of his fellow students and his university turned a blind eye to HIV until it had the perfect scapegoat. Mm. A gay, hypersexual black wrestler with learning disabilities who went by the name of Tiger Mandingo. That's right. Why? So I want to unpack all of this. So much oh, there's to so many unpack. things. I know. Okay, that is hold a on brimming full backpack. I yes. So there's so many things. So for one, okay, so he actually he's also dyslexic and is borderline like illiterate. Aww. So there's so many like and he went to college, uh based he went to community college mm-hmm. and he Ty, uh, his dreams were yeah. uh, Johnson's dreams were to uh, he knew he wasn't the smartest guy yeah. but he knew he loved wrestling and he really he wanted to go off to the Olympics he had yeah. a dream of going off to that and even said like this is like in the interview that happened like a year ago mm-hmm. and he like has such a he had such faith that he would get out of this because he didn't uh, really understand all the situations of what was going on. Yeah. And when he was told that he was HIV positive, nobody really explained to him of like... What's going... What he had to do. Yes. That you are, you know, legally contract... Like, it is a misdemeanor. or It's a felony if you don't tell people your HIV positive status, mm. right? Um, so, and he also like... Yeah. So, Tiger Mandigo. So, let's talk about... Let's break down his name, Right. Tiger, Tiger comes from we're gonna yes okay Tiger <laughs> Tiger comes from this lucky t-shirt that he wore like as a wrestler oh like Ed Hardy who you know Ed Hardy where it was all like lucky brand kind of like 
Never mind. Well, lucky was, as in good luck. Oh, yes. yes sorry. Okay. Sorry. Lucky thing. sorry. Yeah. Like sorry. you have like a lucky like jock strap or a lucky okay, like yeah. toenail. So it was a shirt. It, it was, was a shirt. like a shirt. And he, so he went by the name of Tiger Wrestling. And then he always knew when he was a kid that he was gay. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but he grew up in like a black church and that sort of stuff. But yeah. like what I love about, like he wasn't really necessarily like, on the DL, but he mm-hmm. was he just was also like in a, the community like at his college that he eventually went to like they you couldn't even have a gay straight alliance there up until Whoa. 2010 they had to be called the spectrum alliance oh my goodness it's kind of the community and so like and also i'm gonna get to this but mm-hmm. we're gonna talk later on about like what does the actual school do in terms of educating about safe sexual practices right because when you don't talk about it things are gonna blow up in your face absolutely so uh so mandingo some he got into like the queer ball uh, like the black queer balls. Do you okay, know about yeah, these? yeah, yeah. So the black queer balls are like these sort of uh, black gay gatherings that were men. That's where they do a lot of like the voguing Go stuff. Go rent Paris's burning Paris audience. Is burning. Yes, yes, girl, yes. Um, so that's what, he got involved in that, but for when he would go up and compete, there's videos. Yeah. He his body is amazing, okay. and so when he would go up to compete, it was more like a muscle man competition. So he wasn't like doing like a performance. He was kind no, of just he like, was he like just in some like little thong thing. Oh, he was mandingoing it up. It, well, and then people gave him this name Mandingo, and so what his understanding of what it what a Mandingo was is mm-hmm. the same thing that like Tarantino Quentin Tarantino has. It's this idea of. Mm-hmm. Um, a black slave who's pitted against other slaves to have to like fight and they're like the strong that's where it comes from right but well the Marianne dictionary version oh. what Marianne 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 <laughs> paging Marianne Marianne Webster Marianne Webster what, what do you say she says Marianne Webster says that it's a member of people of western Africa in or near the upper Niger Valley and so there was that movie that came out, Mandingo, back right. in 1975. Okay. That is about a West. It's a black exploitation film. Uh-huh. It's about a West African slave. Uh, it's very violent. It's incredibly like over the top. Yeah. And it was based on this idea that these like slave studs would have to impregnate the other female slaves and then fight other slaves. Mm. But like, there's one part of that is incorrect. That there were actually these like slave sex farms. Yeah, we were breeded. They were breeding it's them. Sad, awful but truth. they were never slaves were not pitted against each other because oh. they would not want to risk right. The property. That's your property. You don't want it messing each other up. Nope, that's their property. Um, and so the whole entire just if you Mandingo the whole entire it's fucked up, fucked up. Have you, yeah. have you heard about this movie? It's well, up. yeah, and that's where we get the term in black culture to call like a he man black guy a Mandingo. Right. and it's this whole entire like hypersexualization yeah. of that the black man is this hypersexualization that you know he's big big dicked yeah. and only wants do is fuck yeah and he's really oafy like he's like oh and that sucks and this image has been around forever for centuries and so that's why when you have somebody going into a black church and shooting them up because you're saying that all you do is rape our women that's so you, where it comes from so you have this like long history of any time this idea that actually like, when black folks have sex with white people mm-hmm. it's a crime it's dangerous it's dangerous right where um you there are other stories of and instances where he's not he, he's not the only person that is having unprotected sex and yeah you know, people the people that were hitting him up were the people that were like, they, "Ooh, I want that." Yes, and they were saying like, "I want you to fill me with your black seed, you raging bull." Like that's shit, a like lot. that. That's <laughs> made, that <laughs> made me. That's, that's not a, too much. That's too much for me. They, people wanted. I'm innocent. 
<laughs> and you know what then like he's had conversations like they did an interview with his mom and like yeah. he was like they wanted this from me that like that's what they wanted from him yeah and, and that like like everybody wanted him for his like body his right. his, 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 his strength and everything he represented mm-hmm. until he had HIV and all of a sudden he became sort of like this this criminal mm-hmm. so I think on many hands you have this criminalization of black sexuality I think you have yeah. this criminalization of uh, still of, of if you are HIV you are shunned and other. Do you know what is fucked up that the university did? What did they do? Well, I think in some ways they tried to mean well, but Uh-oh. they pretty much broadcasted to the university that if you've had any intimate interaction with this student, picture. No! Go get tested. And so what happened was all these, like, then there was uh, oh this God. local HIV, oh, the Louis, the St. Louis effort for AIDS reached out to the university to come out and do, they were going to do talks and, and Great, yeah, education. The university never reached back to them. What? This yeah. is the perfect opportunity to educate your students. So here's the real villain in all of this is yeah. like that university and that community I think should be absolutely fined I think they are going after the wrong person this kid was actually 20 years old when this was happening oh he's young and a lot of this is a lot of he said he said like we don't we don't we, we don't really know and like right. also like he's really young and kind of has the, 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 the mindset of a child mm. how much was sex really even talked about right. to him and, and and they don't allow there's no condoms on campus oh my god there's no free condoms at UC See, Santa Cruz you can go to you're Stats. tripping Bob over Bond. condoms tripping I know you just you want a condom here have hey, a condom here's a condom oh my god I thought it was a lollipop but it was a condom oh, oh damn wow. it no, 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 once again I guess I'll use the other one the, one of the people who works at the university quoted the reason why there's no condoms mm. the availability of free condoms is not related in any manner to this story it seems that no amount of in additional information about HIV would have deterred his behavior. Oh my Mr. God. Johnson is responsible for what he did, and that is where the responsibility lies. Sensible persons will not accept placing the blame elsewhere. If convicted, he will be responsible for those crimes. See, this is where I get so angry because people want to put blame on one. One, I don't want to let him off the hook. He made a mistake, which is true, but he came to his mistake through misinformation and through a sense of his sexuality and his body being his prime what he set what he loved about he himself and what was his self esteem. He wasn't good at school, but he was good at being a wrestler being which is sexy. very physical. Yes. And he's very good at being and sexy. Everybody's giving him this name Praise. of like you're a mandingo, you're, you're sexy, sexy man. you're big and everybody wants to fuck him. Right. So that's where he came to his conclusion, but at the same time, one, he should have wrapped it up. Absolutely. He should have told him, but he didn't. It's complicated. But there are some instances with some people that he says that he did tell them. See, there we go. That's the other problem. Two, it's the problem of the people that he had sex with, too, because they should have wrapped it up, too. Absolutely. And they shouldn't be putting all this blame on him. Yeah, they're upset. It's an awful thing that happened to them. But, I mean, you have to accept some responsibility as well. On both sides. Right. And then three at the school... I can't even believe it. I can't even believe it. I'm going to put this school on black. Linwood University. Linwood. Don't even allow allow a GSA. And Mm -hmm, his mm -hmm. story has been compared to in that town, there was another instance where a phlebotomist, Mm -hmm. this is terrible, Uh a phlebotomist who wanted to get out of child support infected his baby with HIV. Are you fucking kidding me? He's now been sentenced to prison, but I think to equate both of those stories on the same level is absolutely not the same The phlebotomist is guilty hands down. That's awful. A baby 
does not consent to shit. No. Okay, I'm going to read you two statistics. Okay. Uh, one is that 80... So there has been like 15 studies over the past 12 years of uh, uh, how often do people who are HIV positive... Wait, I think... No, no, no. This first one is, I think, like how often do people ask about... Oh, okay, yeah. About like, uh, like status. Are you HIV positive? Yes. Okay. It's either that or... <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't write the other note. It's, okay. it's either the statistic is one of these two things, but it's just going to show you how convoluted this whole entire thing is. Mm-hmm. It's either that or the statistic is showing um, how much people disclose their status. Oh, so it's kind either have you asked or have you told? Yes. Okay. So um, over 15, uh, over 12 years, 15 studies, the range was like 89% to 42%. What? So it's a very wide range, like between like all the studies. That, oh, okay. Yeah. And That's through a all huge the years. range. And in 2012, it was reported that 69% of HIV-positive gay men disclosed their status to their partners. How many percent? Am I- 69%. That's... But it's not everybody. It's not and everybody. I mean, I think we have to be very it's careful that we start running a- around jailing people and stuff for this. Right. Like, again, absolutely, yes, I... And because we're not talking about sex, it just, I feel like we're, he's being it's criminalized. It's so taboo. To send him to prison for 30 years, I feel like... I think it's messy, and I feel like it's so unfair that he's getting all the blame put onto uh, himself. And the way that it was portrayed in the media, from what I remember, he it they made it seem like he knew what he was doing, and that he was just this on a rampage, infecting people for fun. And that's not that is not like when and you, that's not how it was. That wasn't the case. Like this kid is literally is a kid. He's operating at like a twelve year old mindset. Yeah. None of his friends from uh, none of his friends from the wrestling team even came to like visit him. And, and he was like, my only friends that I have at school are the wrestlers. And, like, the wrestlers had all kinds of, like, weird things. They did. They were like, oh, it's fine that he's gay, but none of us want to wrestle with him anymore. Oh, my God. And, like, in the photo, the team photo, like, everyone's got hands, arms around each other, except, like, he's off to the side. Really? It's so sad. And then one of them said, like, well, uh, he never showered with us. He was the only black guy on the team. If he was there, we would have noticed. I can't. <sighs> This um, whole situation is so fucked up on so many levels. So many. And I, I just, I feel like when you read like the story, I encourage you to get more information about it. But I, I do think that like in the media, it's presented again, the black male as mm-hmm. being hypersexualized and, and vil- vilified. Totally vilified. And again, like you had said, like everybody had been using him for his masculinity, his strength, his power. Um, mm-hmm. I want to read two quotes from him. Okay. Because I just want to kind of give him a hug. And I think I want to write him a prison letter. Okay. I encourage the rest of you to do so as well. That's nice. That would be really nice if you got, That'd like, a nice. flood. Like, he doesn't... It's a very... I feel bad. Yeah. Like, so what did he say? He says... I'm, a, And this was a year ago. Okay. This is before his sentence. So, but he's still chilling out in jail. Yeah. He says, I'm a hardworking college student who worked as hard as I could with a disability to get to college and try to make something of myself. I... Uh, he talks about his dreams. He's like, uh... He's like, my dream for my life is to continue with college, get my bachelor's degree, and become a role model for people that are struggling to be gay, just as I was struggling. Mm. I hope to go off to the Olympics. And the other thing that's really sad is that there are no national groups that took up his cause. Like, usually there would be some group to sort of, you know, this could be an opportunity to change, like, criminalization of people who are HIV positive. Right. And just how it's sort of looked at. Yeah. Um, And nobody took up, like, no, not a single organization took up his cause. And I think that points to how stigmatized and messy this whole thing is. Right. And that we need to change perceptions. It's not 1988 anymore. It's not. 
but and like also these rules and these laws it's proved proven i don't know where the quote is but i uh, that when black men get sentenced for something like this mm-hmm. it's obviously for they you get usually at least 10 more years than a white person who does it so Dang. Uh, just by being black and doing this crime you're or not by being black and doing this of yeah. what is viewed as like a crime yeah you get like a longer sort of sentence sentence yeah there's laws that still need to be reformed. Did you yeah. know that in oh. Alabama, it was just up until the year 2000, Uh-oh. it was still illegal to have uh, biracial marriages up Ugh. until the year 2000. Up in the year 2000? And it was put up for popular vote, and it won by 60%. So people were ready. <laughs> well, won by 60%, but like 40% yeah. of the population still was like, no biracial marriages. <laughs> for some reason, I was kind of like, that's better than I thought it would be. It's I know, I know, well, I know, it's sad. But it's the, it's just like, I need to have more faith in people. But yeah. when so, stuff like this happens, it's kind of like, let's change our point of views a little bit. Let's open it up. Yes. And try and realize that you and your kind aren't the only type that live in the world. Absolutely. You know. I, I just think, like, my heart really goes out for him. Yeah. I mean, to be, you know, he was, like, 19, 20 when this whole entire thing really started. I didn't know what the fuck I was doing when I was 19 or 20. Yeah, and and I just think that so much blame has just been put onto him as opposed to this being a much larger conversation about how we discuss sex yes. and STDs and HIV and AIDS. We need to be way more open. The way that we talk and handle people who are mm-hmm. uh, who do have HIV and AIDS and how we look at black hypersexualization. Exactly. Or neutered sexualization, which happens to women a lot oh, of times yeah, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, I say wrap it up. Wrap it up. And if you don't have something to wrap up or if you are not the one wrapping it up, make sure the other person's wrapping it up. As my therapist <laughs> says, you should always be carrying a condom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ladies, even though you don't have a penis, carry a condom. Carry a condom. It's on you as well. Unless right. you want the worst STD ever, which is a baby. I'm going to leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I know people that have babies. I know those people okay. who have babies. <laughs> Hi, Stephanie. I'm sure Shout you... out to Stephanie. I hung out with her today. Okay. We got to go to our next cut corner. But Wrap wanna... it up. Wrap it up, Stephanie. <laughs> Okay, over there? I got it. I got it. <laughs> oh my god. Anneke's losing it. Anneke, word on the street, giggle pants, huh. is that we're changing it up. We're changing it up a little bit. Is this called Change It Up Corner? It's called Ladies Literary Corner. LLC. LLC Corporation. Oh. 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 <laughs> it's not as fun. I have that an was L- so disappointing I to have you. Because L- I thought it was like going to be sexy. Oh, sorry. Corporations? I have I have an LLC. It's a sexy group. And I'm sexy. See? And my LLC is the D-Arps company. Icon. <laughs> Everyone's just going to think this whole entire podcast it's is just an just advertisement for Icon. For... It is. Keep going. <laughs> Icon. Okay. So do you remember when you were in high school? No. Okay. I do. It and was... you might have read. You might have. Maybe Maybe you did. Maybe you didn't. Read The Fox and the Hound. That What? That's not even a book. That's a oh. Disney cartoon. Oh. Well, I read the cliff notes and okay. the cartoon. I don't know what high school you went to. <laughs> don't make fun of my high school. <laughs> so good. <laughs> best English department ever. You know, hey, kids, we're just going to watch this Disney movie. <laughs> the Fox and the Hound. I got an A on that test. <laughs> I hope you did. Well, A minus. Oh, okay. There was a trick question. Uh, sometimes you got to trip them up a little bit. A little bit. 
Okay, well, there's this book that's popular in high school. It's the little book called To Kill a Mockingbird. <gasps> this kind of reminds me of the story I was just talking about. Yes. Okay. That's so, why I mean oh it's different, God. but similar. I think this episode is about, like, black hypersexualization. No, we're uh. not going to. It's about deceiving people. <laughs> that's the episode type. But there, there is black hypersexualization involved in it, but not for this. Yeah. Okay, so um, To Killing Mockingbird. To Kill a Mockingbird was published in 1960. The author, her name was Harper Lee. Mm. And just to recap, yes, because there's you, Boo Radley's involved. Boo Radley's in it, but I'm not going to talk about him because okay. he doesn't really play a part. Can I give you a confession? What's that? I barely read that book. That's fine. Okay. Everybody in high school barely read the book, which is why I'm going to give the quick little overview okay. of what went down in the book. Oh, good. Everybody's going to be like, oh, I remember the book. And you then don't. they'll be like, I don't really remember. I remember the, the trial. Book. Yes. So, what happens in it? it it's from the viewpoint of Scout, who is a six-year-old Southern white girl who lives in Alabama. She was six? Six. Wow. I know. So she's there with her brother and her dad, who's a widower, named Atticus Fitch. I remember Atticus. Okay, Atticus Fitch is a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And he takes on this case for Tom, who's a black guy who supposedly... Raped this white woman. Exactly. So that's what the whole trial is about. It's in the South. It's in the... The 50s, it's a lot of tension, a lot of race, a lot of weirdness. And the book was written in the 60s about this moment that happened in the 50s? No, it was written in the 50s. Oh. Mm -hmm, Because it was published in 1960. Do you, do you, how did that, what was the reaction of that book when it came out? Oh, I'll get to it. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, I know you were there. Yeah, you know, I'm a time traveler. It was quite a time. The year was 1955. (laughs) Flashback, flashback, partner. Everybody was raving about the um, basically, Atticus Fitch is representing this black guy who did not rape this white lady. But, so, he does get convicted, though, unfortunately. And then he tries to escape. He gets shot. Spoiler oh. alert, guys, sorry. He gets shot by some white renegade guys. And then um, Atticus, the, the father lawyer, is looked down upon by the community community because he represent he represented this black guy yeah. and supposedly was trying to say that the father and the lady were lying like they were like how dare you go against these people in our community and Did represent you this black who guy really raped her Mm-mm, no but it was the father i, I don't know yeah. it's a, whatever it's stupid so this book was um like people loved it it came out in 1960. It won a Pulitzer Prize Award, which is like the Oscar of books. Right, yes. It won so many awards. It was a big-ass deal. Right. They made a movie. They started filming the movie in 1961. They were like, we got to get to this yeah. right now. Gregory Peck played um, Atticus Finch. He won like hell of awards for it. They should redo it today. They probably, I, they might. They but, might because of what's, what I'm going to talk about. Oh, God. Okay, so... So now you know about To Kill a Mockingbird. Which I can't believe that, like, we read that in high school. Right. And for one, I want to go back in time and get into your time-traveling machine. Yes. And play the part of the time-traveler's wife. Yes. As I like to play. <laughs> and go back and tell myself and, like, shake myself and be like, you read this you book. Read it's this. important. And then I'd travel back. And then Teenage You is like, ugh. Right? <laughs> but, like, oh, my God. I feel like that book was so full of things that, like, we didn't even talk about. That book is, like, riddled about a conversation about race and, like, the history of, right. like, what was happening in our country. And instead we just were like, what a crazy story. Next book. Exactly. On to the Fox and the Hound. Turn on the VHS, please. <laughs> that was my high school experience. <laughs> you 
read that and I barely read it and then we watched The Fox and the Hound. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much everybody's experience. That's why I want to recap about To Kill a Mockingbird. You guys read the book. It's good. It's quick. High school kids read it Minority every day. Corner Book Club. Basically. And if you're in high school and you're listening to this right now, awesome. you're welcome. You just got an A on your paper. Boom. Okay, so <laughs> this book was published in 1960, so that's 55 years ago. Jesus. The author Harper Lee. So this is who we're going to be talking about right now. Okay. So the new contra- – let me just do a little quick recap right now. So the new big deal, why we're talking about her right now, is because they found a new book that she had hidden away called Go – Tile uh, of the Mountain. No, kind of. Go Set the Watchmen. Oh, I saw a thing about it. I saw a thing about it. That's exactly what it is. It is Go Set the Watchmen. Okay, so Go Set the Watchmen. I thought that was actually a book. I thought that was about the Watchmen. No. And I was like thinking it was a part of Comic Con. Yeah. (laughs) It came out around the same time as Comic Con. Well, it hasn't. I think it just came out maybe either today or in a couple of days. Okay. Okay. So this book was discovered and everybody's like, oh my God, yay, another book supposedly by Harper Lee and it's involving the same characters and we're so excited. What's Boo Radley up to now? No Boo Radley. Oh. But they did fast forward. So a couple of the first chapters were released and the first two chapters or whatever, you find out that Atticus Fitch, the lawyer father, is a raging racist. No, this is devastating. So everybody Everybody's so devastated. No, no, no. Not that bad. Not that bad. That would have been... Not that bad. he's a raging racist. He's a raging racist who went to, like, clan meetings and said a whole bunch of, like, crazy shit. I bet he purposely lost the case. Anyway, so... This is the story. Everybody's like, no, how could she do this? This is, like, devastating and blah, blah, blah. A piece of me... This, we're going to get into something totally different, but I just want to touch on this. The book is from the viewpoint of Scout, who is the six-year-old, is now 26 in this book. <gasps> now she's thinking about what her... Okay. Which I think is excellent, because that's what happens when you grow up. You realize that your parents aren't great. No. You realize that they're humans, and we're that just... they have faults, too. And the scariest thing is that your parents actually have no idea what it is that they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're making up as they go along. Because they're people, too. Isn't that right, Stephanie? <laughs> Stop <laughs> so it. sorry. Poor Stephanie. <laughs> You're she's wonderful, and I love you. Up. Stephanie is actually the person who's responsible for our our photo yes she took that picture picture. thank you girl thanks girl so you're a wonderful mother by the way yes you are two beautiful babies shout out to adam her husband too he's a wonderful father okay anyway so (laughs) that is my quick little thing on this book but here's the controversy as if there wasn't already controversy. There, the fact that this book exists for one hold on to your butt i can't hold on to your butt this is crazy so, little 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 background information on Harper Lee. Uh-oh. Harper Lee published a book in 1960. She was actually really good friends with Truman Capote, and she helped mm. him with some of his books, and they were, like, best friends. There's a movie about him. Yeah, and she's in it. She's played by Sandra Bullock in one movie, and she's played by another character Wait, in another movie. Wait, actual Harper Lee's also an actress? No, and, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. She's played by... Sandra Bullock like, Plays Harper Lee in the movie about Sandra Truman. can't do? She could do everything. She could drive a bus. She can crack the net. I, she's the best. She can do anything. She, she can, can be a cop. Do the proposal. She can be Miss Congeniality. I love Sandra. Love you, Sandy. Come on the show. Ugh, let's book her next week. Yeah, we'll get on it. Okay. Um, so she hasn't published a book in fifty-five years, but she's, that's on purpose. Oh. She's written some articles. She's written some essays, but she has been quoted as saying two reasons why she never wrote a book again. She wrote. I wouldn't go through the pressure and publicity that I went through with To Kill a Mockingbird for any amount of money. Second, I have said that what I wanted to say, and I will not say it again. Damn. So that's what she said. 
And then also, whenever she gets awards, and she got so many awards for To Kill a Mockingbird. One, it's really amazing that her first book that she ever published, one, got this huge. um, She would never speak. They would be like, hey, do you want to get this award and come talk up on stage? And she'd be like, no. Nope, just give me the award. Just give me the award. Where's the pizza? Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. And she's been like honored by several presidents. They've put her on arts councils, all of this shit. And she's still like, I don't want to talk. So fascinating. It's so interesting when like celebrity or high profile people don't speak. Right. They're just like, no. Back in the day before we had Twitter, I used to wonder so much about like celebrities. What are they saying? What are they thinking? Now it's like too much. Shut up. Go away. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Go away. Put the phone down. I don't, want, I don't need to hear that you ate Burger King today. Right. And you fell on a pigeon. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. I know. Yeah, I hear Kim. Okay, so. So, she's a private person, and she stated before that she doesn't want to write another book. Mike dropped. Mike dropped. In um, 2007, she suffered a stroke. <gasps> This stroke left her nearly blind and deaf. Oh, my God. Okay? So she still was, like, writing a little bit of articles and stuff like that and it, up until the mid-'80s. She's, but like, by literally that point, Helen Keller. Well, she has partial sight and partial hearing. She's but partial she's, Helen Keller. Yeah. She had a sister. Her sister basically was her... Um, who kept... Who protected her. Yeah. Was her protector. And her sister said that she was quoted in saying that she can't hear, she can't say anything, and she will sign anything put in front of her um, by anyone she has confidence in. So just keep keep that in your hat. Think about that. Okay, this sounds terrifying. Her sister died. Oh, no. In 2014. Uh-oh. She's up to her own. Okay. I already know where this is going, but I yep. won't spoil the story. No. Okay, so um, Tonja Carter. Tonja uh-oh. Mm. We don't like Tonja? She's her lawyer. She's Harper Lee's lawyer. And we like her? No. Oh. Well. Tonja, get out of here. Well, let's see. Let's, okay. Let's do a Jury's little Jury's out. I don't want to put a verdict in yet. She found, quotation marks, this manuscript supposedly in 2011. Uh-huh. And she announced through the publisher that they were going to publish it after the sister died in 2014. Like announced through the did publisher. The, did the sister hear this? The sister giant was announcement? dead. But oh, in 2014, her mm-hmm. sister died. Oh, I thought you were saying in 2011. She, she supposedly found it in 2011. But she just re- in 2014 announced to the publisher. I thought here's what I thought happened. What that like she found the manuscript and then announced it to the publisher that yeah. once she's dead, we're gonna <laughs> release it. Like, and I'm like, ultimate why villain. Why didn't the sister like then say <laughs> like she had a press conference and like why didn't the sister say something then? Like here's her plot. I know, right? But that's not what happened. The sister was dead and then she announced it. Exactly. Gotcha. Through the publisher. Second, this book is not a sequel. This was the original book. So Harper Lee wrote this book. And then she sent it to the publisher, and the publisher was like, we would like it from a younger perspective. perspective. And can you make it more about family? Can you change, 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 change? Harper Lee changed that book, and that's what became To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh. Which is interesting that it went from one, from like a 26-year-old finding out that her dad was racist, to a hero, lawyer, dad, defending a black man against a rape case. It's interesting. It is all very interesting, and what I think is so interesting is that this book has won so many awards, mm-hmm. and yet, like, 
so not so little has changed because a lot has changed but just the fact that like it's still in it's so weird that this book got so praised about this very prevalent issue right and that like people didn't i mean maybe it did change minds maybe that's sure really the did. awesome I'm part sure of art but it's just it's interesting like I guess, you know, you want that change to happen in a more, like, quicker and faster way. I guess. But it's kind of one of those things where it's like, if she already wrote this book, she changed it to a kill, to kill a mockingbird and then refused to publish it, she clearly didn't want this book to be published. Yeah. That's actually, that's really interesting because I guess, I guess, well, it's interesting is I guess she was like, oh, I guess my publisher was right. This is yeah. a better version. Nobody read this other one. Exactly. Maybe the other one's also maybe really shitty. Yes, which is, I think is terrible. And I think it brings into a loss of one, this female, amazing woman, praised author is now being taken advantage. She's 89. Yeah. She's deaf, blind, living in a, a, a old folks home in a and wheelchair. And her work is just, and all these people are just going to be profiting. Right. Off, and her lawyers going to be fucking making bank. And she even said herself that she doesn't want to make any money off of any other book. The lawyer? No, no. Harper uh, Lee. Her lawyer is terrible. Tanja Carter, because I'm looking at you. You gotta be careful with those lawyers because even back before uh, LGBT, before our uh, gays were able to get married, mm-hmm. lesbians and gays and bi's and all them, mm-hmm. I, if you, let's say like you, let's say I was a woman mm-hmm. and you and I were married. No, we were domestic domesticated partners. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and like. You died. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and it wanted to be me. Sure. All right. And, Aneka, you're gone. I'm dead. But like, avenge my soul. I'm trying, but okay. the lawyer got all your money. Like sometimes, like yes. the lawyers start, will get all the money if things aren't handled correctly. Sneaky, and that's what I think is happening right now. And should we, t- should we tweet Tanja? What do you want the minority we need, corner we need to do? Our we need our support to to rally up for Harper Lee who clearly didn't uh, want this book doesn't want this book published and it's just a publicity stunt by Tanja Carter to get some money so and everybody's saying that oh it's fine she's totally okay with it and she's saying it's great and there's all these shady quotes that different people are saying that are so not true especially when you look at her history I mean in the past um she sued this one company like museum that was selling things with To Kill a Mockingbird on like mugs and shit. And she was oh, like, I don't approve weird. of that. I'm suing you right now. Yeah. So clearly she... She's not trying to be no J.K. Rowling where she exactly. wants the series to continue to go on. She just on. wants the story to be out there. It's out there. It's done. She said her piece and she said that already. Right. And that's why I'm so... I want everybody who's looking at um, Ghost at a Watchman, don't think of this as her follow-up novel. Don't think of it as her second novel. This is a, a crime. Rough, it, think of it as a rough draft. It's a rough draft <laughs> to kill a mockingbird, and it's a lawyer just trying to make a buck. So don't even read it. I'm done. You know what? I barely read To Kill a Mockingbird, and I'm sure <laughs> as hell not going to read this. But you should read To Kill a Mockingbird. Okay, I'll go back. Okay. <laughs> but I'm definitely not going to watch... I'll, you know, I'll watch... I'll read the doc. I'll read the comic book, The Watchmen, because that's yeah, amazing. It's amazing, and I'll maybe watch the movie. It's not as good, mm. but I'm not touching this for the watchers, watches of the watches, <laughs> starring Tanja Lee Jones. <laughs> Tanja. Not into it, Tanja. We're watching you. Tanja, get in that corner. Okay, Tanja, you in the corner, girl. Bye. Bye. Quiz. 
corner. You are super focused today. I'm ready. I'm staring at you. I'm giving you eyeballs. Give me that corner. I got two quizzes for you today. Oh, snap. them real quick. Let me get a little sip of water. So this one is a... Get it. Get your water. Here we go. Sip it up. Okay, let's do it. Now she's ready. Let's do it. Okay, this is about Joe Biden and gays. Oh, no. I don't know anything Get ready. about this. Okay. One of these is a lie. All right. So, after marriage equality was passed, there are... So, okay. There are photos... Yes. ...that after marriage equality was passed, Joe Biden draped himself in a rainbow... In a rainbow flag, and saw shade up and down the halls of the White House. Maybe that happened. Okay. Maybe maybe these there maybe these photos. Okay. Two. Biden says that he'll never forget the time he was mm-hmm. a teen driving with his dad and saw two men in business suits uh, kiss, and his dad said, "Joey, they love each other. It's simple. They love each other. It's simple." <laughs> maybe that happened. Okay. Third one. Biden is set to perform a gay wedding at the White House for two lesbian staffers. One of those is a lie. Hmm. One of them is a lie? Do <laughs> you think all of them no, are lies? No, I'm just that just makes me like Joe Biden. Because they're all really great. <laughs> I really um I'm gonna say he probably didn't sashay up and down the hall as much as I would love for him to do that. He probably didn't do that. So, this was a trick one because while he didn't do that, there are photos of him that someone photoshopped. Oh! Biden's not performing a gay wedding at the White House. But oh, there not. was a gay wedding at the White House recently. Oh. Rest in peace, Joe Biden's son, too. So sad. What? His, his son, who was 43, died of a brain tumor. Recently? Like a month ago. I did not know that. Yeah, it was all it Cracked was in the, the news. Case. It was so sad. Oh, that's really sad. But I'm so glad that he what, said the thing really, about his dad being yeah. all simple about like, yeah, they just love each other. And I kind of wish he, but I do wish that he. The photos look great. I'll they look good. Them. I got it. Obama's behind them clapping. Yes. Cute. I gotta do one more quiz for Let's you. Let's do because it. Because this is a crazy thing that I'm ready. This is a crazy thing. So this is about the uh, director F. W. Minrahu. Who directed Nosferatu? <laughs> okay, so it's about it's about him. Okay, um, and uh, so he directed the movie Nosferatu. Okay, um, Ooh, so this is about spooky. him. So one of these things, uh, <laughs> one of these things did not happen. Okay, um, he grew up as a Boy Scout. Okay, uh, he died while giving a blowjob to a young Filipino man. They were driving. Okay. Greta Garbo, after he died, Greta Garbo commissioned a death mask of his face and kept it on her desk. Okay. Recently, or recently, a what they believe is a cult cut off his head out of his tomb and took it. One of these is not true? <laughs> yes. One of them. One of those is This true. is the weirdest, freakiest life of my life. Isn't and I love crazy? it. I love no, it. One of those is Only true. one of those things. I had to get you. You were getting A pluses and I had to I had to oh, get you. I today. don't even know. Okay. What was the first one again? Uh that he was a Boy Scout. That's 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 likely. Okay. Which one do you think didn't happen? I'm gonna say that. God, I want all of them to be true. I want every single one of those except for him being a Boy Scout to be true. I'm going to say Boy Scouts a lie just because I want every single one of them to be true. You're right. (laughs) All of those things are true. Isn't that crazy? Isn't 
crazy? Yeah, recently a cult, like they believe they found like melted wax at his tomb and his head was missing. They cut off his head. Oh my God. And took it. And he died while giving a blowjob to a young Filipino man <laughs> driving down the street? Yes. Well, that's at least the rumor, but... See, yeah. roadhead, y'all, don't do it. Don't it's do it. And I've never done Greta it because Garbo it's scary. Took, yeah, it is. I have done it. Were you scared? I was, like, giving it, so hopefully they were paying attention. See, I would probably give the worst BJ ever because I'd be scared. I'd be like, are your eyes on the road? Oh, are yeah. Are your eyes you on might, the like, road? Cl- that is, you're right, it's dangerous. <laughs> I was young and 20 and stupid. Yeah. Yeah, but Greta Garbo. She was like, give me his face. <laughs> Put it on her desk. <laughs> Just on her desk. Yeah. Would she talk to it? Uh, probably. Like, she probably would act to it. She was like, F.W. Munurahu Nurasferatu. <laughs> How was that monologue? I am Greta Garbo. <laughs> this is the best, best Quizlet ever. Yay, good that job, was, Aneke. Oh my God, I, I can't believe I did it. Today, but congratulations. I totally thought I was going to ruin it. Because <laughs> I just job. really wanted all the other ones to be true. And they were, you got yes. your wish. Oh, right. life fulfilled. Okay. Traveling back in time. Going back in time. I'm the time traveler's wife. Not as exciting as Quiz Corner, but it's history. Is it about Greta Garbo? I wish it's not, though. Mm. So, okay, we're filming the... Filming. We're, what are we filming? Are we're we, recording. Oh, yes. recording. Yes. Secret cameras. Secret. Oh. Upskirt cameras. Sorry. That's, cr- um. That's not a real teddy bear. <laughs> yes, it is. Greta Garbo, is that you? <laughs> Okay, so we're recording this on July 16th right now. It's past. History Corner's in the history, you guys. Oh. But it's about July 16th. Oh, okay. Today is the birthday of... Mine? No, oh. yours happened already. Oh, you're right, I forgot. Okay. okay. <laughs> is it yours? No, mine's oh. in a while. Okay. Never, I'm never getting old. Don't do it. Okay, so Ida B. Wells. <gasps> There's a high school here in San Francisco called Ida B. Wells. Oh. I have no idea who the fuck that is. You don't know who Ida B. Wells is? No. Okay, good. This is good for you. Oh, I'm learning. Ida B. Wells, she is African-American woman. <gasps> she was born in 1862, mm-hmm. and she died in 1931. Today's her birthday. Happy birthday, Ida. Happy birthday, Ida. So the reason that we know about Ida B. Wells is she was a boss Ass bitch. bitch. She fucking did it. Queen B. Back in the time when shit was hard to do it. When you're a black lady. Yeah. I mean, it's hard now so to be a boss bitch. She fucking did it. Okay, so she was a teacher in Memphis, Tennessee. And she, after she was like working as a teacher, she kind of noticed that things were just like fucked up. She bought a first class ticket on a train and they were like you need to sit in the black section and she was like what and then she noticed that there was all these lynchings going around and she was like what mm-hmm. and so she decided to create she became the co-owner and editor of a local black newspaper called the free speech and headlight wow in it she would like write about she her code name was Iola. Ooh, hello, Iola. I know. So Iola would write about condemned violence against blacks, disenfranchisement, poor schools, and the fa- failure of black people to fight for their rights. Mm. She was fucking lighting that fire. And this is like a long ass time ago. Yeah, this is like in nineteen hundred years ago. Over a hundred years ago. Holy fuck! Yes. Where have I been for the last <laughs> yes. thirty years ago? <laughs> oh my god, I missed a few years. <laughs> 
Can I tell you, I had a dream. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. It's okay. <laughs> Cutting in your history recording. But I had a dream that I was asleep for a month. What? And I You're woke, tired, James. I had a dream. I, I think that's just month, a clue that you're tired. And I was performing on a cruise ship and I didn't know any choreography. And they're like, yeah, you do. And I was like, but I wasn't at rehearsal. They're like, yes, you were. And I'm oh like, but God. I don't remember the last month. Sorry. You're tired. Okay. And you haven't been on a cruise in like... Two years. So... Three, four, five, five, Are you six. asleep right now? Are you awake? I'm sorry. More about We're in a dream back. world right now, James. But I also mm-hmm. had a precognition. Mm-hmm. I had a dream that my friend who I haven't spoken to in two years... Mm-hmm we reconciled he was like i don't want to talk to you anymore this okay. actually happened he was like i don't want to talk to you anymore Ew. but then i uh, i had a dream that we reconciled and met up we ran into each other today oh, hugged weird. and talked it out you got the site call me cassandra i don't know who cassandra is cassandra that should be your next history corner about cassandra she was the greek woman who like predicted the fall of like things oh. She was like, yeah. I am Cassandra and I see the future. Good old Cass. I know about her. She's, She's cool. She was the original That's She's So Raven. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she really was. The eye. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay, Back okay, to okay. Ida. Okay, so Ida B. Wells. So she was writing all of this in the newspaper and then she got fired from her teaching job because people were like, you are too cray for us. And she's like, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to keep fucking fighting because I'm Ida B. Wells. So she went and started like actually um, – marching and handing out pamphlets mm. and to expose violence and lynching and defending her black victims. And then she um, she organized the National Association of Colored People, of Women. Well, yes. And so she's like, let's organize. We're doing this right now. And then she she also was hella critical against like Booker T. Washington. Yeah. And is. also W. E. B. Du Bois. She was like, Y'all are too soft and y'all need to include some women up in the piece. I'm in love with her. She's like, I'm telling you, she's the best. And in nineteen oh nine she helped found the NAACP. Ida B. fucking Wells. Ida B. Do you know Wells. what's interesting is you're talking about her? Mm-hmm. She could live today and do the same work that she was doing then. And that's kind of sad. That's hella no, sad. No, not kind of sad. That's fucking sad. It's really sad. You know what else is really sad? Mm-hmm. That high school I told you that is named Ida B. Wells. Mm-hmm. It is a sad high It's a, like a, it's a continuation high school. The, what? But it's really small. Like it's like 200 like students. That's exactly what she was fighting against. <laughs> God. That's exactly what she was fighting against. It's a continuation school. Most of the students there are people of color. Exactly. And it's more, it feels like I've done shows there. It feels more like a jail than. Ida B. Wells else. would be pissed at the Ida B. Wells school because That's she talks so... exactly about how marginalized schools for people of color are. That's exactly what it is. And she fought for civil rights up until like a month before she died. Wow. So everybody, go look up some Ida B. Wells, go. put her on a shirt, and name. Name your school Ida B. Name Wells. Name your fancy school Ida B. Wells. I, for now, I'm going to say I went to Ida B. Wells High School. No, I'm not. Because <laughs> that's going to mean something different. No, no, no. But I one day want it to mean yeah, something Yeah, one day you'll, we'll open up an Ida B. Wells. Let's do it. Minority Corner presents Ida, Ida B. B. Wells. Wells Performing Arts and Culinary Academy for Young, Gifted, and Black. And Black <laughs> students. Gay students. I love it. Straight students, too. That's Alliance. the whole title. It's I know. All, it's called one blocker. I like the comma T O O. Yeah. Period. Two. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Shout out corner. Shout out corner. That means we're almost at the end of our show. 
So I would like to give a shout out. One, the conversation has started. Conversation has started. And I think that we need to have like a, like how Rihanna has an army, like the Rihanna Navy and like the Beyonce Hive. We want like a minority yeah. corner foyer. Or like corner kids. Or corn- the corner kids, but that's that two K. Yeah, well, it's only One two Ks. K. That's like when my cousins. So all my cousins, their names are Ks. Thank God, there's four of them. But for a while, there was only three, and my family was like, <sighs> "What are you doing? Oh God, that's, what are you?" That's when they had to pump doing? out another kid. Yeah, I know. To crack that little thing. <laughs> so how about this? We're gonna let y'all uh, tweet or come up with what our uh, group name is. But it should be corner in there, I think. Yeah, like corner folk. <laughs> Corn folk. That's children of the corn. <laughs> I'm down. Okay, so so I'd like to give a shout out. One, I'm not going to do a duplicate corner but shout out because a lot of you guys, I love you. But You're giving great comments, but it is a little like we're saying the same names over and over again. So, so support to one. you. Yeah. Here's a new one. Melinda Schwartz. I am giving you a shout out. It says, laughing on the bus. I look crazy, but no shit's given. I love that one. It's good. Good. Laugh it up. Hey, Don't girl. Give a shit. I've known you since sixth grade. Say something that will make her laugh. Gigglebutt. Melinda. I don't <laughs> really? know. We're That's not good on what pressure. makes her laugh. Gigglebutt. I don't know. Maybe she likes butts that giggle. I, I just see two butts being like, ha, 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 ha. Jiggling. Yeah. I bet she's laughing now. Okay, I mean, good. That makes me laugh. She's probably listening to this with a straight face. And just being like, stupid giggle butt. Don't mention me again. G- Keep my giggle. name off your lips. <laughs> Don't you mention a giggle butt again. Um, can I, uh, oh, did you want, you have another shout out? No, I got no more. Oh, okay. Well, I love you all. Thanks for listening. Oh, but there, my last minute corner. Yes. I wanted to talk about this little plugs. You have to go research all this on your own. Little plugs. But there's going to be a, like hair plugs. A movie. Yeah. Just they're like, little. They're tiny. <laughs> They go deep, but they fall out. <gasps> oh, I like that. Yeah. Uh, there's a new movie directed by Nick Carter of the Backstreet Boys. Mm. It's called. It's from the same. It's from the same production company who brought you Sharknado. Okay. And you know it's gonna be good. Yeah, it's gonna be real good. It's called the uh, Dead Seven, I believe it's called. Okay. Uh, and it's about zombie movie. Backstreet's that's be, back. All right. Yeah. From the dead. It's a zombie movie featuring Nick Carter. AJ from the Backstreet Boys, Joey Fatone, oh he's god. put out an offer via Twitter to Scary Spice. Oh my god. So he's trying and This tr- is sad. He's trying to cast this like like all Hodgepodge. He also offered Cisco a role in the Sis- movie too. Cisco's via not doing shit. Uh, last thing that I should have did this one first, but the last one not as fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, President Obama was in Oklahoma, Oklahoma. Oh. And uh, he was greeted with a bunch of Confederate flags. So that's still happening. What is wrong? What? I just. Ugh. Yeah. I have no words. I don't. You don't Stop being yeah. stupid, people. We're done. So you know who I'm putting? I'm putting in the corner. Who are you putting in the corner? Those fucking people who decided to bring the Confederate flag to Obama. That makes no sense at all. It's so, not hurting him. He doesn't give a fuck about your stupid flag. You're going in the corner. Go you, in the corner. Tonja Carter. Oh, put her in the corner. Stop being a shady lawyer. I'm, you're. We see what you're doing. We see you. Uh, I'm also going to put Linwood University in the corner. Yeah, Linwood University. Oh, your fucking students. Tell about. them to wrap it up. Yeah. Give them some education. Give them some knowledge. 
Tweet at us. Tweet at us. Minority Corner. With a K. With a K. Go to Facebook right on our page. We and Nike has been doing a wonderful job of maintaining our social media presence. Same with you too. I know I kind of flipped out at one point, but whatever. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell you all a secret. Nick got so mad because I posted something on Facebook and she was like, I thought I was handling the social media. Because I, because I was being cute. Oh. I was like, ooh, we got into a fight about what? And, and then, then you post two like, minutes later, you're like, Tesla. <laughs> I we both tweeted at the same time. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know that I'm using my own. I don't know if I'm using Minority Corner. Yeah, it's confusing. You gotta switch it up. Confusing. Whatever. That's why when I'm just like, you know, hey, penis. But I'm Minority (laughs) Corner, and it's confusing. So I just, I just that's your imaginary friend is penis people. I'm like penises, (laughs) and then people are Minority Corner. Like, what the fuck is happening? I want that. I want you to do that to me. All right. Just message me. That's it? Yeah. With like 10 S's at the end? Several, at least. At so least. James does a good job of posting too. We both, we're, we're yeah. living it up. Yeah, living it up. Living like single. LaBelle, we're living single. Well, I'm living single. I'm living together. I'm also uh, working hard for my money. So hard What for it, do you have on the horizon? Uh, Temple of Poon is opening this week at Club Oasis. Never going to get tired of saying that name. <laughs> it's going to run for nine weeks. Don't see it this first week. Give us some time. Okay. We're let it, for nine Let weeks. it breathe. It's opening up. It needs to breathe. It needs to breathe. Give us some time. I'm going to go see it. Yes, but not this I week. I've got so much time to see it. Good. It's running for a long Forever. time. It's I saw it. I was like, until September. Dang. time. And two months. And uh, what are you doing? I am enjoying my summer. Good. I put my nose ring back in. I can see it. It's I'm going to ring. LA this weekend. <gasps> oh. So by the time you're hearing this, I'm back. She's already back. And we're going to hear about all your adventures. Yes. So there we go. Have fun in LA. Have fun with at the Temple of Poon. Oh, it's going to be dangerous and sexy. Yes. Bye, everybody. Bye. I forgot to mention. Yeah. Uh, so he, first of all, when the police went to like interrogate him, mm-hmm. he wasn't allowed to have a lawyer. Or he not not that he wasn't allowed to have a lawyer, mm-hmm. but he there was no lawyer present when he, he was just talking to them. One. He doesn't know. He's young. Yeah. He doesn't really know a lot of things. Um. And so we like he, he just was he signs things that he doesn't really know what he's signing. Oh man. And he actually has a kid, but not really. I mean, it's a white blonde haired baby. But his high school sweetheart had a baby, and they were they. He loved her, and he yeah. was like, he grew up without a father, and he didn't want that kid to grow up without so a father. He so he signed the birth certificate, but he needs to stop signing things. Ugh. People stop letting him sign things. I know. I feel like he's like used. I thought you were gonna say. I thought you were saying. I feel like he's like you. No. Like, I- what? <laughs> no, not wow. at all. Wow. Okay. I like how all of a sudden it turned out that I did say it, but I didn't. <laughs> I'm still kind of offended. I know. I didn't stop. I mean, not that I want to be me. I just don't want to be James. I didn't say that. Oh no, no, no. (laughs) Absolutely fine. I am not Michael Michael Jackson. Johnson. 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 If you're listening, Michael Johnson. uh, Good luck, man. Uh, That is like that. I don't even know what to say. I'm at a loss. Like, what's the name of that college again? Linwood? Linwood, you need to get some sex ed up in that space. Get some condoms and get throw them around. condoms. We're going to take a road trip and come to Linwood, and we're going to throw condoms all over that campus. Just like TLC, circa <sighs> early 90s. Playing Let's Talk About Sex by Salt and Pepper to really yes. confuse everything. And just have, like, condoms all over us. We'll be the condom fairies. So if you would like to join our condom fairy road trip, please sign up on our Facebook page. Yes! 